And so this the, the, the triage exactly metaphor is beautiful for yeah. that. Are yeah. you you know are you bleeding from every limb? Yeah, because I can help you. Yeah, because if it's just a band aid, well then, dude, watch my yeah, videos. And, and they're not going to pay much for a band aid, but no. they'll pay plenty for a heart transplant or whatever. Yeah, exactly. That's a great metaphor. Totally, I never thought about that. Was that. your it's, metaphor? It is, but you kind of you added special sauce <laughs> to it. It's awesome. Up. That's good, mate. It's awesome. Salesmarketingprofit.com. Real world case studies, no theory, just real results. You're listening to SMP with James Shramko and Taki Moore. Hey, welcome to Sales Marketing Profit, episode 11, here with my friend James Shramko. Thank you, Taki Moore. Hey, dude, I just realized <laughs> I forgot. You're way better at the intro than I am. No, I, I don't think that's necessarily true, but it's good to just mix it up a bit. Perfect. We'll do it in a Russian accent next time. We, <laughs> Hello, welcome to Sales Marketing Profits. That's all I got. <laughs> Have you? I was watching about their dash cam phenomenon over there. Everyone, oh. everyone records everything. Yeah, well, I've seen some crazy crashes. Well, that's because uh, you know if they dash get it on record. on tape, then they can get themselves out of difficult situations where people just sort of accuse them of things they didn't do or whatever. Yeah, right. Yeah. So you got to have one. That's my. That's our Russian. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Thanks. So, now that we're warmed up. <laughs> yeah, that was random. But <laughs> what are we talking about today? All right. So today we've got a, a fun case study. Uh, I think they're all good. And uh, this one's about how to use a triage call in your sales process. And it's something we haven't really talked about before. Our case study person of the week is a guy called Lars. He's a great coach in the US. He coaches real estate agents or realtors. I think they call them that. Right. And uh, incredibly passionate guy, really generous guy. He's got a... You know, his own real estate practice that is runs pretty much without him a couple of hours a month and he coaches other realtors to do the same. So when he came to me, he was frustrated because he's working with, you know, a, a handful of people, you know, doing really great work, doing really deep work with a handful of people and knows that his message, you know, in his art kind of should be helping heaps more. There's me kind of wildly gesticulating with my hands. That's great. I, I, part I, Italian, that's how we roll. That's it. There's a lot of hand movement going on here. <laughs> it totally is. If I sound distant from the mic, I'm just, just him ducking. ducking. <laughs> so you're the greatest. You're the greatest. Thanks, man. <laughs> it's like the Muhammad Ali jabs around the place. That's right. That's so random. So he's, he's working with a handful of people and wants to help a ton more. Uh, he's also got a... Um, He's put together a course, like a business school for realtors. Sells for fifteen hundred bucks, four fourteen ninety seven, and he's been running these webinars because he knows that webinars are killer. But he's struggling with execution, and he's getting like three or four people to buy each time. So basically, launched a leverage program and not getting enough traction. You good? What do you want? Well, I'm going to power us up here. Oh, okay, there's no need, bro. I think we're going to. You sure? Yeah, I think we'll last. I'm watching this thing, the battery's counting down. Oh, like you're like my son Ethan. He's uh, he's got an iPad as well, and the moment it hits from it goes from 100 to 99, he starts to he gets the well, sweat. Come on, like, we went from 13 to 12 percent. That's true, just like that. I reckon we can do it. And but, I'm thinking of our listener here. You always do. That's what yeah. I love about you, James. It's awesome. So he's he's launched this thing, and he's it's not getting enough enough traction, and he's frustrated because you know he's a really good dude. And he actually cares about helping people out, and he's you know. He's just conscious that he's not helping as many people as he could. Sounds like he should cut and paste what you're doing. He probably should. <laughs> yeah, and he's got a kind of a $1,500 course, but nothing big and ongoing. Right. And so we wanted to so launch So it's like a one-shot thing. It's like a one-shot thing. That's uh, very common. It's really it? common. I don't know why people do this. It's like it's obviously you know the sexy thing that other people are teaching, because it, but it's the amount of sales you've got to make to make the kind of revenue that you want. It seems crazy to you know, sell something little when you could sell something big just as easily. But there's another hidden thing, you know, like in... I know there's one guy's like inverted commas crushing it, yeah, making hundreds of thousands a month, mm. but he sells lifetime 
memberships. Right. So it's not really accurate to say, well, that's the amount of sales for that month. That's really the amount of sales for the next X period of delivery fulfillment divided by, you know, how long that, that takes. It's just getting paid up front. Yeah. And you're growing a tail. That's what they call it. When yeah, you, a tail with expectations. Exactly. Mm. And, and, and you, start, you grow too long a tail, it's hard to get through doors and stuff. People start stepping on it. <laughs> you know, it gets heavy. You've got to remember when you sell these one-time big shot products. Yeah, you're that, on the hook for, for, for fulfillment forever. For X, and, and I noticed that with stuff like uh, website development. Mm. You sell a website for X thousand, it's hard to say, well, that's the end of the job. The, the job stops right here. There's no necessarily start and finish, but subscription products, which is which is a both sweet of our spot models. for yeah. us. Yeah, it's it's easy to to know exactly where you're at. Yeah, totally agree. So Lars has kind of started the subscription. Oh, sorry, he's got his, his low end thing, and he's thinking about big model. And the conversation that he and I had when we first started working together was that we want to launch something that is a little bit lower price than his current one on one, but that he's just as comfortable selling. Because you know, because of the cash he'll create, uh, but it's completely scalable and leverageable. So he's working really hard, not making enough for it, and he's like he's doing well compared to everyone else he knows. But like high achievers, we're always looking at what's next, and not we don't really care how anyone else is doing. It's about well, how better, how much better can we go? Yeah. Well, I don't know. It seems seems a lot of people put uh, too much emphasis on what other people are doing. Yeah, and it's wrong. Because well, uh, I mean, misguided perhaps. Well, no, it's just people's preference. But there's a lot of followers. Yeah, sheeple. Yeah, sheeple. And it's like the gift of independent innovation seems to have diminished. Totally. So, t- And also, if everyone's doing it in your industry it's and everyone's teaching that, sometimes it takes a, a bit of courage to try something different. Yeah, it's really funny. I had this prospect, a potential client person, message me the other day, and we had this exact same conversation. He, he wants to sell a $300 product. I was like, well... That's fine, but you've got big goals. You're going to have to sell a buttload of them. How big is your list? Oh, 800 people. Okay, so something's got to change. Either your list's got to grow or we need to sell something more valuable to the marketplace and charge commensurately. And he said, well, I'd love to work with you, but I just don't know anyone charging that sort of price. It was like $1,000 a month, dude. It's not. And I got a little bit shirty. I was like, well, he said, I'd love to work with you, but I'm going to ask some of my friends if they know of anyone else selling at that sort of price point. I'm like, well, you've already told me, you know, like this is by Facebook chat, you've already said that your friends don't know anyone. And he checked with them and sure enough, they didn't. <laughs> and so he couldn't join because he wants to firstly find someone else who's selling for something for $1,000 a month. Secondly, build it and then come to me to help him sell it. It's like Right. So that's the that's looking too much externally. Right. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I'm like, right, so your friend. Anyway, Lars, so let's get back to Lars. Thank you for getting He's doing something off. different. Yeah, he's totally. He's about to buck the trend a little bit. So he'd done webinars in the past and struggled a little bit, and we we made it successful with one twist at the front and one twist at the end. And so the twist at the front was instead of doing you know content webinars to do case study webinars. The beautiful thing about a case study webinar, where in his case he'd just take a successful client, interview them, and share kind of some of the lessons. The beautiful thing about it is it does a ton for your positioning. It does a ton to show all the people in your marketplace that you actually know what you're talking about and you get people results. But it does it in a really subtle, understated way. You actually kind of shine the spotlight onto your client and you make them look like the hero. But while they're looking like the hero, you look like the hero maker behind the scenes without having to talk yourself up, which is really cool. I mean, if you think about salesmarketingprofit.com, this whole format is case study because it's killer. And then we get to talk to each other. Like when it's your turn for a case study, I can talk you up. 
You, you, don't, you don't have to talk me up. No. You just talk me just right. <laughs> no, I have to represent uh, what we know. What questions could someone be thinking about? And perfect. Step in, intervene. Yeah, I think one of my special skills is the ability to make marketing valuable, like content. Yes, and content persuasive, like marketing. And so that's why I love case study so much. So the first tweak he made at the front end was was switching from a content model to a case study model once a month, just picking one successful client a month and teaching their stuff. You know, here's what they did. Here's the situation, blah, blah, blah. And the second thing he did was he changed his offer at the back end. Instead of selling, hey, I've got this $1,500 once-off course, he said uh, he talked a little bit about his high-end mastermind program, and he said, but the next step is for us to have a quick conversation, 10 minutes on the phone, no pressure. And in the 10 minutes, I'm going to work out if I can help you or not. And if I can't, I'll let you know politely. And if I can, we'll, t- we'll book another time to talk about how. And so he's kind of taken it from, you know, risky sales appointment to 10 minutes. Yeah. The beautiful thing about 10 minutes is that nobody feels like they can be sold anything in 10 minutes, right? And the truth is you're not selling in the 10 minutes. You're just kind of working out are we a match or not. So we call this 10-minute call a triage call. If you ever go to the emergency room at a hospital, the first nurse you see is the triage nurse, and her job is to work out who needs to see the doctor now, who can wait, and who's you know who's who's critical and who's not. Yeah? Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I was just thinking, uh, like in my mind, I was thinking – it's a right fit call. It's exactly. Just to see if – and I like this idea that if we can't help you, we'll, we'll let you know. Yeah. It's really direct. It's up front. And it's really clean. We do pretty much the same thing with our SEO service. Right. We have a $20 website check. Mm. And we spend a little bit of time looking over someone's site and some software tools and stuff that that would be expensive for them to buy, but we have a subscription. Yeah. And we then give a report and we'll happily say to someone, you know, this is where you're at. This is what you need next. And in the case where it's not a good fit, we'll certainly say, look, this, thing's, this thing out. It's probably beyond repair and spending any more money on it would be unwise. Mm. You might look at some of your other solutions here. Perfect. So it's, the whole point is you should filter out the people who aren't right for you, like your $300 program who won't do anything unless 100 other people are doing it. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's like not it's, a good fit. It's completely not a fit. The triage-wise, it's like, no, nah, just wheel it out the back. It's dead. Yeah, exactly. Let's put one of those black tags, on your black triage <laughs> cards, and it's done. Body bag. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so with Lars... Uh, the process goes like this. Uh, first up, we've got an education-based marketing event. In his case, it's a Google Hangout case study. So that step one is education-based marketing. Step two is some kind of qualifying questionnaire. And you don't want to spend any time with people, you know, my belief is, unless they're uh, on the scale from one to 10 in terms of how likely they are to give you money. You know, they want to be an eight or a nine or a 10 or we're wasting each other's time. And if they're less than that, then just put them back in the marketing and let the marketing kind of warm them up. And to some extent, that 8 or 9 or 10 will be directly related to what size problem they have. Correct. And so this the, the exactly triage metaphor that. is beautiful for yeah. that. Are, yeah. you, you know, are you bleeding from every limb? Yeah. Because I can help you. Yeah, because if it's just a Band-Aid, well, then, dude, watch my yeah, videos. And, and they're not going to pay much for a Band-Aid, but no. they'll pay plenty for a heart transplant or whatever. Yeah, exactly. That's a great metaphor, totally. I never thought about that. It was that. your it's, metaphor. It is, but you kind of you added special sauce <laughs> to it. It's it awesome. That's good. Mate, it was awesome. So. So we've got four steps, uh, and we're going to go deep into step three today because it's something we haven't really talked about. Yeah. Uh, so step one is education-based marketing, where you, you teach and you sell, you draw a value model, which really clearly shows who you can help and who you can't, and then you offer this session. In, in some ways, it's like creating a, a magnet, and you're attracting the right metal filings. It's exactly what it is, and it's also repelling the wrong metal filings. Yeah. It's like all wood chips. They're just not going to react to it. Perfect. That's right, because all metal filings would probably get attracted to a magnet. Most of them. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. So uh, thank you. That was awesome. I'm being shown up. My, my uh, no, science mind is no, just. No, seriously, one of the original 
metaphors that I had for good selling was like dipping a magnet into a box of wood chips and metal filings. Right. Attracting the metal filings and the wood chips are like just... They're completely non-affected. You're always going to see them. That's why people get burned up on numbers or closing ratio. It's, it, it, you know, you don't want to close a wood chip onto a magnet. You totally it's, don't. It's just not even... Not, no interest. No. Let's just, get and back. it just gets awkward. <laughs> yes. Um, unscientific. It completely is. So step one, we're going to do some education-based marketing. In this case, it's a Google Hangout with a case study. The second step is a questionnaire. And the questionnaire is just, you know, one page thing on a website. And it's going to ask some really basic questions to work out, you know, does this person really need my help? You know, do they have a problem you can help them solve? Number two, is a priority for them to do something about it right now? Number three, do they have the budget and are they the decision maker? And number four, do they actually kind of give you friendly answers and sound like someone who you would like to work with. It sounds a lot like the six seed questions. It's a lot like the six seed questions, right? You you pass here, you know, proceed to the next stage. Exactly. And so in our case, the next stage is a triage call. And it's 10 minutes. We're going to go deep into a second. And then at the end of the triage call, we're going to show them the door, either an exit door or a come on in and open the door. Yep. Um, And if we we show them, you know, if we open the door, the next step is a strategy session, a one-on-one conversation to get them started. Is the strategy session... The one, the decision making one we covered in a previous episode. Yeah, episode number one. Right. Yeah, it's exactly what it is. So let's go deep into the step three, the triage call. If that's cool, sounds cool. Let's do it. Yep. So there's this uh, great sales trainer. I think he, I think he's dead, but he was great at his time. Probably not that helpful right now. Called Bill Brooks, and he said that the best salespeople in the world have two abilities that set them apart from everybody else. Uh, he said number one, the ability to qualify buyers better, and number two, the ability to build trust faster. And if you think about, you know, good, good selling happens when you've qualified somebody in or out and they trust you. And so the reason I like this 10-minute triage call is it does both of those things really, really quickly, kind of nine or 10 minutes and we're kind of in and out and it's done. So the triage call is basically framed up a little bit like this. So we're on the webinar and we say, so the next step is for us to have a quick, a quick chat on the phone, 10 minutes, no pressure. I'm going to ask you a bunch of questions and work out if or how I can help you. If I feel like I can't help you, I'll let you know politely and point you in the right direction. If you feel like I can, then we'll book in another time to talk about how. Is that cool? And I'll say, sure. And so that's the that's how it's been framed. So uh, we jump on the call, and really, there's you know the, well, there's a framework for all this stuff because there always there is. is right. So we'll put a picture of it up on Sales Marketing Profit. People can kind of check that out afterwards. But really, there's kind of nine steps. If you think about like a, a noughts and crosses Sudoku, you know, a th- three boxes on the top, three boxes in the middle, three boxes on the bottom, and each box is about a minute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the first thing we do is we we take control. That's the lightning bolt. And so you jump on the call. And you've got to lead the prospect. Most people have no idea how the call's meant to go. And so you just... That's, by the way, that's a really important point. Yeah, it's it's the whole... Because, uh, you know, like, I used to employ and train the sales team at Mercedes-Benz dealership. Right. And the, a rookie salesperson will come into the manager's office and say, oh, the customer's telling me that, that I have to do this and that and the other. I'm like, hang on. Hang on. Well, you're telling how, me, who's the boss here? How many cars have you sold? Right. He's like, I don't know, 50? I'm like, how many cars has this guy bought? Maybe ten. Like who? Who knows how it works better? And it's all about who's following who is a massively important it's question. Very important. Right. And there's for a lot of this stuff, there are no rules out there for consumers on how they should, you know, how this is supposed to go. Right. And so, yeah, without any knowledge of how it's meant to go, they're going to ask dumb questions about how much how much is the car. So you need to be in charge. You totally do. In fact, uh, I just ran a two day workshop, uh, a two day intensive for Black Belt, uh, the conversion intensive, teaching how to sell, including this triage call, and the keyword. The, the context word which is going to underpin the whole two days is leadership. You're the guy who's got to be the man with a plan or the man with a plan if you're a, a lady. Your job is to lead them because they've got no idea how it's meant to go. 
I like, you know, being a control freak. I quite like <laughs> I'd like to re- retract my earlier statement. Uh, I'd like to leave the word control in and let the record state that the freak was, was a I think they're actually almost interchangeable in some... To, to, Leadership and control. To lead is, yeah. is almost... A, it's totally to take charge. You, know, you should be in control. You totally should be. So the first thing we do is we take we take the lead. And so it's just as simple as saying... Hey, James, thanks so much for being on time. I've got a little note in my calendar that we've got 10 minutes together right now, so let's use it really effectively. Is that cool? Yep. So my job today is really simple. It's to work out if or how we're a fit, and we just do the same little spiel again. Permission-based. It's all yeah. permission-based. You're asking for permission. And exactly. That's... But I'm also showing up and saying, you know, we've got 10 minutes. I've got somebody booked in straight after you, so we have to keep to time. Is that okay? Great. Yeah. So keep your answers nice and short. Uh, the, you know, I'm going to ask you a bunch of questions. It's going to feel a little bit like a friendly interrogation. You know, at the end of it, I'm going to know if I can help you or not. If I can't, I'll let you know politely and, and point you in the right direction, show you yep. the door. And if I if I feel like I can help, then we'll book in another time to talk about how. So not only is it get permission, but it's also letting them know that you're going to be the one who's assessing their application. Exactly the same. We used to have a, a line that was some, um, so that we spend time today on things that are important to you. Do you mind if I ask you a few questions to get things started? Perfect. That's great. It's like it's the let me let me be the boss and you be the yeah. I'm just going to and whoever's asking the questions is is in, in charge. control. Yeah. yeah, and so your job is to number one lead the prospect, and number two, I think that kind of the second big mindset shift that everyone's got to have when they if they want to be good at selling is that you've got to stop thinking of yourself like i imagine the sales process is a little bit like an american idol audition right and what most people think they've got to do is like simon cow sitting over there and i've got to like tap dance and sing and 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 you know do all of this stuff kind of to impress the judge and you just got to realize that dude you're the judge and so you're not there to impress anymore you're there to assess and so let them tap dance for you and you just work out, hey, can I help this person or not? And you're the one who's in control making the, making the shots. Because you have to take them through and mark them. Yeah, you've got – yeah, right. You're a stakeholder in their success. I'm a massive stakeholder. When you take them on board. Yeah, completely. Yeah. And I – like, it's you just – You don't want to be working with someone who can't do it or chokes or doesn't implement. And, and we've both had it. Yeah, completely. And that's they, why we're both so they come, religious they, about who we work with and who we don't because we know they, who we do our best work with. They come in making all the promises and then you – put them up there on stage, you get the lights, you start the music and they just, <gasps> yeah, because they assured you they were different and that they were going to, you know, they bypass all the prerequisites. Right. And almost every single time, yeah. if I take a shortcut, yeah, it turns <laughs> into it. Exactly right. Don't do it. It's, Don't do it. Never be compromised because you, you'd rather have the tuition fee. If your student can't perform, yeah. it's just going to fail. Yeah. I remember the, the second coach I ever worked with was a dude called Mike. And uh, the first client, like I, I loaded them up with some appointments and he went out and, you know, at the end of his first week, he, like he signed up a, di- a guy and I get this text saying, sign up the client on my way back. And so I'm back at the office and he comes in and I'm super new at this whole thing. And I go to give him a high five and I'm like grinning and super excited that, you know, we're just, I've just done my magic and it's work. And he looks like he's just been like lost a million dollars. And I'm like, dude, you look really down. You just signed the client. He goes, yeah, I just, I just signed myself up for 12 months of pain and suffering. Oh, no. Yeah, like he just knew he'd taken somebody for the money, and it's wrong. It's, it's compromise. It's compromise. We don't like compromise. No, so who you do your best work with, that's who we're going to work with. Yep. Anyway, so first thing we're doing is we're going to take charge. Then we need to fi- you know, we need to find out, is this a now thing? Like why why do they need this right now? So, so it's a deadline thing? It's, a it's, a, it's like thing. a it's a why are you calling me and why are you calling me now? And, and this is triage, remember? Yeah, it's this like, is triage. Are you, do you feel that you need a doctor right now? Exactly. We're not here to have a conversation. We're here because there's some things around your business right now that need to change. Have you found there are people who just really do just want to have a conversation and eke out some free turkey time and, you know? Yeah. 
Exactly. They totally are. Which is so we do like that's why we do a few things on the webinar beforehand. I drew this value model, which is a you know a ladder of people's kind of income and time and where they're at in their business, and I clearly draw a line about three rungs up to say if you're below this rung, what I'm about to say doesn't apply to you. Right. So it's all about filtering and and warm leads getting warmer and warmer, and everyone knows what page we're on. Exactly. So I'm really clear. Then we do this question. So this isn't like you just splat something on Facebook. Hey, let's hit the phones for 10 minutes and see if we're a good fit. No. <laughs> yeah, it's totally not that. Good. Yeah, if, that, if that's your bag, totally cool. But, I've yeah, seen I, it done. Right. I've seen it done by heaps of people. I see people do that. Oh, I've got nothing to do right now, so I'm just going to open up a chat. You know, come along if you want to talk. Yeah, it's really... I'm like, but why? Yeah. For, for, <laughs> for what purpose? Yes. So the question that you ask... Uh, once we've kind of the second box is exclamation mark. So why are you calling me and why are you calling me now? In other words, you're not here just to get free information. There's something about me that you want and there's some kind of problem that needs solving right now. Let's talk about that. Yep. And then we just go, just tell me about your business. You know, give me 30 seconds about who you help, what your business is, just a little bit of background, enough for me to go, okay, cool. Do they fit in my niche? Yep. Then we talk about the gap between where they are and where they want to be. And so I think we were talking on a previous episode about value and the value is in the client. It's not in you or your stuff. And so that what we need to know is where are you right now? Where do you want to go? And what's that gap worth? Yep. And then we go, so so what's broken or what's missing right now? And that's just a chance for people to say, you know, here's where I'm at, here's what's missing, and here's not what's not working. Perfect. So what do you need? What's the missing piece of the puzzle? What's the missing yeah, so exactly, which is which is the Ed Dale question. What's the job I'm getting hired to do? Right. And right. I have a similar one. It's um, how do you see me helping out? Exactly. Yeah. It's exactly that question. How do you see me helping yeah, what, out? What, what is it that you need me to help you with specifically? Perfect. Yeah. So it's like, here's what's missing with your business and what's my what's my role here? Yep. So then we then we get into and, the... And by yeah. the way, it's, it's it's so important to agree on... On, on the uh, job. On what success would look like. You exactly. know, when, when the puzzle's completed and you were that piece, it's... Like when there's a mismatch of everyone's understanding, it can be disastrous. So you've really got to take the time to, to get that clear. Yeah. So right now we're going through this test, but I need everyone to kind of just get, get into your mind two things. Number one, you're leading the show. And number two, you're there to assess their application. And you're only going to work with people who fit your ideal cri- criteria, who you can do great work with. And your piece of the puzzle that you are is just right for their missing spot. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. And you'll find that those two often relate. The bottom left is this clock face, and the question is, uh, it's a it's a timing question, right? And so the question, the way I like to language it is, is this a later thing for you or a sooner thing? And I, I like it because it's not assuming that it's a sooner thing. I put later thing on purpose first. And people say, no, 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 it's a, it's a sooner thing. I want to do this now. Well, that also works from the primacy recency point of view. People remember the first and the last thing you say. Mm. So if you want them to, to take action on something, it's like it's a kid, you say it last and emphasize it. There you go. I'd never even thought about that. Well, that's a teaching principle. So it's like, okay, guys, what do you want for lunch? Do you want McDonald's or would you like a toasted sandwich? Oh, yeah. See how you say it last with <laughs> emphasis and you, you sort of go for the hit. Right. That's funny. Okay. I love that. So, uh, gee, Dad, Macca sounds okay, but uh, let's do the sandwich. So it, basically with the primacy recency, we everything in the middle just sort of gets ignored. Correct. So finish with... And emphasize the thing that, that you'd most desire to happen. Yeah. And for me, I don't have quite as much charge on me around that. I actually, I just like. You're not chargy? 
No, I just want to know. Like, if it's a lady thing, let's not kid ourselves. Let's I had someone it email me today saying, yeah, so it's good. I'm all, I, I think it's great for me. And I, as soon as I've worked out this thing that I'm doing in business, I'm like, great. Well, Let when that happens, if, yeah, then get, get in then, touch. Uh, then get in touch. Yeah, let's uh, talk then. I'm not, I'm not even send the appointment or scheduling thing until then because. Yeah, it's not ready. What's the point? Exactly. Completely right. So then the middle step on this bottom row is triple uh, X. It's like now the three biggest problems. So this whole conversation, what I'm looking it's for. It's pornographic. It's not at all. Right. It's totally not. Okay. What I'm looking for in this process is, do they have three core problems that are a priority for them to do something about that I can actually help them with? Why three? I just, I just reckon three is the magic number. <laughs> Why not three? Yeah. Um, and so I'll just go, so James, you know, based on this conversation, it sounds like the three big problems are blah, 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 and it's costing you this. You really want that, but that's in the way, and you're struggling with this, and it's hurting you like that. So three problems and their impact. So you're making sure they understand that you understand them. Correct. And I'm making sure that I understand them. Yep. So it's, gonna, it's a both-ways thing. Is that right? And they'll say, yeah, that's exactly right. So the next step, the last step, is kind of show them the door. And it's either, hey, we're not a match, ciao, or, hey, we are a match, so we're going to do that thing I talked about up front, and we're going to book another time. Cool. So the good news is, you know, I eat problems like that for breakfast. And I said at the start, my job was to ask you a bunch of questions, work out if or how I could help. And you can get the relief also when you say, you know what, I think we're a really good fit for this. Correct. And they're like, oh, good. Good. You know, like I've, I'm in the right place. Exactly. Finally, I can see a solution to this pressing, urgent situation that you just reminded me of. Yeah, exactly. There's, yeah. Not only does he nail my problems or she nails my problems, but she's got a plan. Yeah. So I said, you know, I said right at the start, my job is to ask you a bunch of questions and work out if or how I could help. And I said, if I couldn't help, that I'd let you know politely and point you in the right direction. If I could, we'll book another time to talk about how. So the good news is I, I can totally help you with those three things. And that's when you send them off to your scheduling tool? Yeah. So then I'd go, so I'm not allowed to do my calendar as you've experienced. Somebody else does that for me because I'm incompetent at that and I double book all the time. <laughs> and I can confirm and verify that. Yeah, exactly. And so I, like sometimes I just say, so if I was a normal person right now, I'd, I'd flip over my calendar and book in a time, but I'm actually banned. I have some kind of... Yeah, mental imbalance and I can't do schedules. So the next step is I'm going to get Angel, my assistant, to email your link. You'll get it sometime in the next couple of hours. It'll be for an appointment like this, except it'll be for an hour, probably sometime mid-next week. When you get it, click the thing and book yourself in and I'll talk to you then. I've got a page full of notes here so we can pick up where we, where we left off. When we do talk, we'll talk about and I'll lay out the agenda for the next call. And that's, yep. that's our triage thing. So let's get back to Lars because that's kind of how this yeah, conversation Yeah, tell me where Lars is sitting over to the side here. He's, Sorry, Lars. Let's bring him back in, bro. He's doing some triage calls. Yeah, so... His first time through, and this is his first time through, he's done it a bunch of times since then, but this is his first go, and I, I, I like to do the first time because it shows that you don't have to be perfect to get to do really well. And so he books in 12 sessions, you know, 12 of these triage calls. And of the 12, six of them are, you know, feel like a good match, and he books in the str- – And is that a common sort of a thing? No, it's usually – if you frame it up right up front, it's usually you know, two-thirds or 80% – Will be yep. a match. It sounds sense. That's very close to the um, your sort of numbers. Well, I don't have so much a triage call. I skip straight to the yeah. You do you the do decision the decision making section. Yeah, but it's usually like eight out of ten. Right, right. But I I think it's good to reject some occasionally. It's keep great your to standards reject. high. Yeah, really. good. And I even reassess current members. Yeah, and I decide if I would re work with them. Yeah, so the question is, if I sack them today and they reapply tomorrow, would I take them back? Yeah, and sometimes no, no, no. I run a piss or get off the pot campaign. I've I heard about that. Yeah, which is just um, shaking the tree a bit and saying, hey, come on. like Shaking it, the tree while you're pissing is hard. 
No, well, it's, there's two separate metaphors. <laughs> I was say. It's you know, people are just like taking, they're just hogging the bathroom and not doing anything. It's Hang it's on. an old expression. <laughs> That's piss or get off the pot. All oh, right. Yeah, it's like, hey, you're gonna you're gonna piss or you're gonna get off the pot and let someone else have it. It's like take it's a take action metaphor. <laughs> Got it. Yeah, yeah. But let's just go with shaking the tree because that might be better. No, I like the first one. It's <laughs> like, really, get it's rid really of the rotten fruit. Yeah, like, it's like, hey, you're collecting information here. You're gonna do something about it. Yeah, here this... and you know you've got to got to reboot the reason you came on board. So it's almost like a reminder of yeah that, of your the jobs. Triage yeah, thing. exactly. It's the like jobs not reboot. done yet. People sometimes get caught up in stuff. Yeah. It's funny, I had the, the same thing on Friday's webinar with my guys, and uh, somebody asked me a question about, you know, he was brand new. No, actually, not brand new. He's been sitting for a little bit and uh, asked me a question about, you know, how do I go through all of this content? I'm like, well, you don't. If you think about going through all the content, you're doing it all wrong. And I had, the, you know, we went on this talk about uh, just-in-time learners and just-in-case learners. Most people are just-in-case learners. You don't want to collect everything just in case it's ever useful. It's ridiculous. <laughs> yes. But, you know, lean manufacturing is all about just in time. It's like, so what are you working on right now? If you, next 30 days, what's the project? It's launch a webinar. It's, it's, uh, fill my event. It's, you know, rebuild my site. It's whatever it is. So if that's your thing, then just in time, let's learn that. That's it. So coming back to it, if your funnel's set up right, then a good percentage of these people will be just a right fit. But in Lars's case, he got six from 12. Yeah. So on he, his very first attempt. Yeah. So six, six of the 12 triages feel like a good match yep. worth having the conversation with. And instead of his first, you know, his previous webinars, we would get like three or four people to pay 1500 bucks. Yep. You know, 6K, let's call it generously. And that's one time. That's one time. Yeah. Yeah. 600 bucks. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Six grand once. He, from his six, he signed, he launched his new program, his high end thing. Two of them, so, uh, out of the six, four signed up, two at 24 grand, which is awesome. 48K recurred. And is um, this 24 up front or on a payment plan? It's mostly payment plan. Yep. They do a, a 20K upfront deal. So we're talking about book value. Book value, correct. Yeah. And it's it's important to talk about this because I've seen, uh, especially some of the local business consultants in my, they come back and they go, oh, I just signed a 120K deal. Right. But Assuming you keep them. Yeah, it's like three grand a month for X number of years. You know, they're yeah. annualizing. So let's just be clear here. In our industry in particular, people mm. tend to talk about the number of, of the paid in full. Yes. So this is the number of the recurring over 12 months. Yep. Many of his dudes will stay longer. Some of them will stay less. If you pay, Some of them pay up front and it's 20. But that's what they've agreed to. And, and agreed almost to. always they're going to fulfill that. Exactly right. So he's got two at 24, two at 18. Um, you know, all up 84K. Instead of six. Instead of six. Good it's a deal. Be- it's a better deal. It's a better deal. Yeah. I take that deal. <laughs> yeah, take it. Yeah. So let's kind of, let's just kind of summarize. Yep. What the, are the big lessons here? I reckon the big lessons are number one, you're the leader and your job's to assess the application. And only, only get right fit customers. Exactly. You don't want to work with anyone who's not a right fit. So, uh, because there'll still be enough revenue from the ones who are just perfect. Right. And there'll be so much. And you can either scrape the barrel. Bottom of the barrel, or you can go. Who are the top twenty percent of my market, and let's work with them. You can basically just you can just take from the top of the barrel and say, "Bring me another barrel." <laughs> exactly. Let's, just, let's yeah. just run another webinar. And you can sell a you know a lower two thirds of barrels. Uh, yeah, ne- next. Yeah, exactly. Well, right. Look, you do in a way because you only have a high price program. Yeah, because we just so look after the people who are already winning. You're just reaching what's at arm's length, and just like, all right, get me the next one. Yeah, and it's not out of selfishness it's just like i can do great work with people who are in motion it's your sweet spot it's my sweet spot exactly in the pocket so that was the first lesson is about let's be leadership and assess 
Yep. Uh, number two was pick the best clients and triage is the way to do it. Yep. And number three is, you know, a little a little thread that maybe we can talk about it on a future episode is, is how to use case studies in your marketing. Yeah, and like we're doing here. Yeah. Case exactly. It's just such an easy thing to start with. Because it's killer content. It's real. It's real. And it and makes... people can make up their own mind. Exactly. Like, you don't, you don't you actually... Just connect the dots. You don't have to go, hey, I'm so no. great. It's just it's just holding out the magnet. Like the metal filings will come at it. And the wood chips will go, eh, not that interested. Yeah, not that interested whatever. <laughs> I'm more of a... I'm more of a wood chip guy. <laughs> so let's, let's give let's do some uh, action steps. I think three things really quickly. Number yep. one, if you're going to do marketing, do education based marketing, teach yep. and sell. Number two, let's get a triage process in place for you because it's good for you and it's courteous to your customer. Well, it's great for everybody. It's yep. it's the best thing in the world. You you get to do great work with people and you're just upfront about happy to spend ten minutes and work out it for a fit. And then thirdly, you need a criteria. Oh, you've talked about the six, six questions. We talked about kind of our five today. You need a criteria of who is a great fit and who's not, and just be religious about it. Yeah. Uh, in our business, we actually got uh, actually got Adam, one of my coaches, to do these triage calls for me because he's a stickler for the rules, and so he won't like go, oh, but I really think I can make this work. And that's look, it's in our nature as entrepreneurs to be optimistic and hopeful. Right. We can make any problem solved. We th- we'd like to think we can achieve anything. Totally. Because it's part of the unfettered mindset thing that we will overcome obstacles other people give up at because yeah. we can s- see that there's always a way. You know, we, Exactly. We can think outside the box. We can try different approaches. However, that's so, just... Sometimes it's best to go... Winging it is not a good plan. <laughs> not a, no, Having, hope is not a strategy. Yeah, it's not. It's not a great strategy. And uh, every time you're not quite sure about it, and you take a shortcut, is when you'll get bitten on the backside. Yeah, not quite sure is the universe telling you to run, and you should listen. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. To wrap up, if you want to download a copy of the case study notes here from Lars and the outline of how to do the triage call well, then you should just head over to salesmarketingprofit.com and look for episode eleven, and you're good to go. And it'll be called triage. Yeah, exactly, because that's what it is. That's what it is. (laughs) Let's just call it what it is. Love that. It's like that movie Snakes on a Plane. You know, I think there's going to be some snakes. And they're going to be on a plane. (laughs) At least you know what's going to be in it. It was a crappy movie, but it's a good title. Very good. I think we're done. We are. Thanks so much, guys. See you. Ciao. You're listening to SMP with James Franco and Talkie Moore. Visit salesmarketingprofit.com.